are the first to see it. It's magical. We were once a magical people. It's true. When I was a child, every rock, every tree had a story. The whole forest was filled with legends. We heard about one of them. Yes? Ah, uh, Kitty does something. Katahdin. Katahdin is no legend. My grandfather is the oldest person in our tribe. It's his duty to foster these beliefs. I have seen him. And what does he look like? He is part of all things created, and he bears a mark of each of God's creatures. You say that with great affection. He has wakened to protect us. Well, I finally figured out all those damn emails I get about a product that can help me grow four inches. I figured out what they're selling me. Mercury. Methanol mercury, dude. Oh, shit. It's not mercury? I need to cancel an order. Well, dude, it's uh, a mutagen mercury, dude. Oh, shit. My plan was just to start adding like mercury into my shakes every morning. <laughs> That's not going to do it? I mean, I, dude, I'm not a doctor. You can still go for it. Fuck it. I mean. I'm not planning on getting pregnant anytime soon, so I figured it'd go straight to the dick. Right? This you is know, a documentary, right? Straight to the bank, dude. You feel me? Those two banks? Bro, this movie might be too deep for you. It might have went over your head, man. Nah, dude. I, I 100% get it. It's a commentary on um how yeah. evolution's just not real. <laughs> <laughs> Take Damn, that, all right. I underestimated you. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You're picking up what they're putting down. Oh, absolutely, dude. Well, this is actually Riley's pick. It's called Prophecy from 1979. We were at the, the very leading end of the 70s era of movies, and you can tell from this movie. Yeah. Um I don't know. I was, I don't even know what to say about his age. I mean it is what it is. Yeah, it feels like 1979. Yeah. Dude, it fucking felt like a fever dream, though. It's a little bit harder, too, because it's a little long. Yeah, no, it's, long this was... is a chunky one. This is an hour and 48 minutes long, dude, so. And boy, do you feel it. <laughs> um, I will say, though, it actually did, like, this is a actual, like, movie, as opposed to Let's Scare Jessica to Death. Like, this isn't, like, low budget or... Yeah, like an indie movie. Like this is a movie. This felt like AAA, yeah. And it felt pretty epic, like the build mm. up at least. You it know, was a pretty epic film. I'd give it like you know five epic awards out of seven. Oh, we'll do our epic ratings at the end. We always do. You're right. Yeah. When we but, uh, jump into like our. Uh, it's so weird because this movie. For whatever reason, it never clicked with me with uh, Let's Scare Jessica to Death. But this one, for whatever reason, just hits really close to home as like you're on FX or something and you pass out watching like, I don't know, like Transformers the movie and then you wake up at midnight and you catch this movie. <laughs> like it's it's just so weird. Like you're literally thrown for a loop. It kind of, there's a few vibes I got, but I did get like a Jurassic Park vibe kind of. Oh, in the beginning, definitely. Yeah. I got it. A weird Jurassic Park, but also Bigfoot movie, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they shout out our boy. Yeah, we got a shout out. And, you know, obviously Native Americans are back. 
You know, we know their ties to the OPs, dude. To the foots, to those big ass feet. Which are we trying to say? Like big foot. Obviously, motherfucker has big feet. Is that for Mercury? Was that what it always was? Dude, this might be the fucking the beginning of the uh, BFCU, Bigfoot Cinematic Universe. Oh, I thought it was big fucking cocks. <laughs> big fucking cock universe. <laughs> Maybe that sounds a little bit better. That sounds more like kind of a mainstream kind of chain. I'm tr- that's what I'm trying to join once I get that mercury pumping, cock. dude. You gotta get that methanol mercury, dude. All my boys fucking. No, you gotta we gotta get on mercury cycles. Juicing up that juicer, bro. Dude, shoot that shoot that mercury straight into my butt. Gotta be careful. Yeah, you gotta inject it through the ass, because if you go, you know, from the chimney, dude, that's just gonna go straight to the bank, you know? Yeah, I'm glad I looked that up because I was just gonna put it right in that vein I get in my temple. I was gonna put it right in there. <laughs> so I figured that's the juiciest part. That should make you smart though. Like, no, that's <laughs> not gonna make your dick bigger. That's gonna make your brain wrinklier. If I had bit more space on my like inside my head for a bigger brain i would do it hell yeah dude but you got a lot a lot of empty room knocking up there maybe you could give it a shot hey dude i I mean i'm kind of like but see i manage my space you know your desktop (laughs) is flooded fuck shit i got a very clean desktop bro yeah mercury is weird though because like steroids yeah you have to shoot them like in the ass ass cheek mercury put injecting it into your actual butthole is what like makes me kind of nervous it's kind of stimulating. I mean, you'll get used to it after a while, bro. Yeah, but they call it the mercury tickles. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just part of growing up, getting juice. I mean, you know why they call them Milky Ways, right? Why? That wasn't a <laughs> you didn't expect me to say that. You go with. <laughs> why? <laughs> well, I mean, well, because first of all, you think about it, you know, mercury itself is a very, like, it, it's that trick question, dude. What is, uh, oh, God, now I'm starting to forget what the fuck. Bigfoot shits in the be. woods and no one's. There to see. Here's the thing: is Mercury a pro? Like, what came first, Bigfoot or Mercury? Wow! Because what if he created Mercury, methanol, Mercury? He is a little bit of a scientist himself, Jordan. I mean, we know that from just how how vast we got in Primal Rage in terms of the Bigfoot Society, like their own tribe. You know, Bigfoot. It's kind of like Genghis Khan in uh, what is it, Connecticut? Where were they? Uh, Maine. I feel like. Maine, really? Were they in Maine in Primal Rage? Oh no, that was uh, Oregon, I think. Oregon, that sounds about right. Oregon or Somewhere Washington, like northwestern, yeah, you know, almost off the country's periphery. Yeah, you know where he lurks, bro. That that's where he's in the lab. He's testing out certain concoctions. You know, spreading his his people, spreading his seed via mercury. Exactly. If Bigfoot comb is just straight like. Mercury, yeah, just straight mercury. Like, I mean, you have to, he has to find like suitable, like, wow, I, I'm trying to think of the word receptacle. here. I was gonna say concubine, that's not right. Yeah, yeah, that load dude, could literally amazed. just bl- blow you to bits. Yeah, no, you'll literally, dude, you'll end up like that fucking kid in the sleeping bag. Holy <laughs> shit, don't even bust our nut too early. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> oh man, I'm. I'm eager about that shit all right well let uh, me give you a little rundown yeah uh, what what the fuck happens in this movie dude well spit just yeah the runtime like it's hour 42 is what i had but yeah it's over an hour 40 minutes um yeah a few taglines um main one is the creeping crawling dirty death which i like but doesn't really apply to this yeah it's almost 
a little bit of creeping and crawling. Op's of it, creepy crawly. Bears don't crawl. No, dirty. I guess like dirty isn't like. Well, that's just derogatory, dude. I mean, just because you live in the woods, you're dirty. That's not real. That's not true. Or if it's like the cool slang version, like damn, that does was dirty. (laughs) But cleaning also works. Dirty. (laughs) He did. He done did him dirty. Done did dirty Mercury. Which you know what they say, dude. Mercury's thicker than dirt. Dirty and clean are both cool ways to describe something. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're looking straight fucking trashed, my guy. Or you're looking clean as fuck. Yeah, exactly. You know? I want a dirty cut. Um, I also got, she lives, don't move, don't breathe, she will find you. So I guess it's the she, which makes sense, the whole mother bear kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, the fact that she just kind of dumped her kids off in a riverbank. I think it was supposed to be read like this. She lives. Don't move. Don't breathe. She will find you. Bringing it back. Also, you know what else I'm bringing back? What you... No, I'll save it. Oh, um, dude, yo, you got to save it for the kill count. Okay. If it's what I think, dude, you know you know when to blo- you know when to blast it. Oh no, it might not be. It probably, probably isn't. Not. <laughs> now I am extremely disappointed. Well, the other tagline is out there is a mindless, merciless creature of destruction. She will find you. Which is kind of rude, because that wasn't the point of the the monster is that it's a mindless, merciless creature of destruction. It's kind of antithetical to the entire point of the movie but a little bit yeah i mean whatever puts shit. butts in seats though right yep just sold out an entire fucking like species but that's cool See, that's the tur- that's the surface level hope you like, sold some yeah. fucking tickets for that one but here's a little synopsis when a dispute occurs between a logging operation and a nearby native american tribe dr robert verne and his wife Maggie are sent in to mediate. Chief John Hawks insists the loggers are poisoning the water supply, and though company man Isley denies it, the Verns can't ignore the strangely mutated wildlife roaming the woods. Robert captures a bear cub for testing and soon finds himself the target of an angry mutant grizzly. That's a little bit of a... (laughs) That's what, it's not really what happens. I mean, that well, yeah, about at least an hour of it is like just that first sentence, like just the dispute. Yeah. Uh, but that's what makes it an actual movie. Like it kind of has a buildup that's uh, kind of hard to pay off because it's just like just a good movie, essentially. I don't know. Yeah. I feel about I mean, that. it's definitely got its like corners covered in terms of like, you know, practical effects or like there. Uh, weirdly enough, they they had like a lot of time to just create this kind of like, I guess filler in the movie, where it's just a bunch of like panning shots, like cinematic wood shots, like aerial shots. That's that seventies. Yeah, dude, and like, bro, when that fucking battle happened between, I think his name's Mark. Is is that like the the main kind of like uh Native American character? Oh, that has the bone arrow. Um, John Hawks. Here's the end. John. Okay. 
Yeah, like when he fucking fights that dude with the chainsaw with his fucking hatchet. Oh shit, that was actually sick. I was like, whoa, that was cool. I, well, I was just kind of thrown for a loop. I'm like, yo, guys, isn't like the fucking killer a bear, dude? Oh, but that's still in the beginning. Like, we don't even know. Yeah. I didn't know it was a bear in the because I didn't look anything up, so I didn't know there was a bear involved. I, you know, I figured there's some mutation or something gonna happen, obviously, with the the EPA and all that. Like that's why mm-hmm. he's there. But yeah, I mean, the whole first half or plus is about the struggle between the Native Americans and the paper people. They had a setup of the X Files that reminded me a lot of. Uh, oh, and, really? Yeah, probably just because there's this one specific episode where it's like literally the exact same with like loggers. And I think it's Native Americans or maybe environmental people. Um, and like the loggers go missing, and there's this like weird monster bug thing that's killing them all. But mm. uh, it works very well as an X Files episode. This movie, too, it had big X Files vibes. <laughs> uh, because yeah essentially like even though it starts working as a really good movie something within after that like the first like 30 minutes maybe even more I'm like really in it but mm. maybe there's just too much where it does start to drag and unfortunately it's in the second half when like the shit's supposed to be going down is when I'm kind of more like you know a little more yeah more, I don't we're, know I guess we're just so used to these movies that like they just kind of jump into it and so the whole movie genuinely feels like in the deep end. You know what I mean? Like we're already kind of in the shit as opposed to this one having some time, like some like moment of like respite before the storm kind of deal where it's like, yeah, we got like 30 to almost 40, like five minutes of just kind of chilling. And yeah. Being like small build up to like the quote unquote reveal. Of yeah. Just like the monster. Yeah. And it sets up like the tension so well between the two you know, the Native Americans and the environment people. Um, you, I mean, you really get the day-to-day mm-hmm. life of a EPA, Environmental Protection Agency doctor, you know, and like the, you know, the paper mill industry. You get a good breakdown. You're really in it. Um, But yeah, they do all that really well. And we, I'll talk about later, like some of the, other reception of the movie, but like I actually thought it was a pretty good movie. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I was. Yeah, no. I mean, I was a little bit surprised uh, watching it because, I, for whatever reason, it just to me at first, kind of like I was very neutral about it. I was like, eh, like very just kind of whatever. And then after we kind of got to see, uh, the big spook. I don't know if that's racist or not. Uh, only if you say that after because <laughs> that means you're thinking of something racist <laughs> well I'm, I'm, I'm just saying you know I mean it, it's a single mother two cubs she's mutated you know it's not her fault so but I, I mean she's kind of just a little bit spooky and I'm sorry if that offends other bears out there oh okay I, I heard that yeah. I would have like poisoning or like Mercury nur like nourishment. Yeah. Like nature versus nurture. Mercury like glow up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Methanol glow up. Um, but yeah. Let's uh Yeah, I thought it got way better further. Like I it almost lost me, and then when we got to that second half, I started getting invested again. Well, the people in this movie need no welcome, but for this purpose of the House of a Thousand Horrors, we should welcome. And the transition. 
you fucking asshole. Uh, I finally had a good again. one, dude. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Like I said, this is an actual movie, so we actually do have some numbers for once. Um, the budget is $12 million, which is pretty hefty. I feel like pretty solid for our 1979 movie. How much was it again? I'm sorry. $12 million. $12 million. Wow, yeah. okay. The gross numbers we have is $18 million. Guessing it's taking into account the actual theaters um, during that time. So it made its money back. Definitely not a smash success, but I think it was like, um, I don't think it necessarily hurt anyone's career. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, like, it didn't, I mean, I could see it doing good more than, way more than it would be doing, like, bad. It was filmed in, specifically, Crofton, North Cowichan, in British Yo. Columbia, Canada, or Cowichan, um, Canada, yeah. Finally, dude, I've been asking for years now for Canadian representation. Bro, we've had plenty Wait, of mean, Canadian movies, you piece of shit. Filmed in Canada, didn't that mean actually a handful of the actors had to be Canadian? Because don't they have like a rule, like a law about that? They do, but this isn't an actual like Canadian production. But I know what you're talking about, and I don't know if that was there in 1970s. So Maybe they just didn't discover uh, movies yet. <laughs> They're really behind. <laughs> um, the writer is David Seltzer. So pretty much everyone to cover. I'm actually not going to go too deep on them. It's harder for me when all these people are really successful because it's like almost less interesting to find connections because they're in so much. But uh, the writer, he actually wrote the original The Omen movie. Um, which oh, shit, is really? Yeah, 1976, so three years before this. Um, he also wrote the remake The Omen from 2006. And like the craziest credit I saw was he has a screenplay by but uncredited for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Like the, like the yeah. original movie? Yeah. <laughs> so huh. I was like, that's nuts. So he wrote the screenplay, but he's uncredited. I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works, but I was like, that's pretty crazy. Um, but he has, a bunch, yeah. he has a bunch of other stuff he wrote too. I'm just covering yeah. some of the highlights. But- I skip a lot of like the drama movies and stuff. Find like horror or like really interesting stuff. Mm. Um, I did find a funny quote by him that he said, um, talking about the omen, I did it strictly for the money. I was flat broke. It's very pleasant not having to worry about grocery bills for the first time in my life. I just wish I'd had this kind of success with something I personally found more meaningful. I do find it horrifying how many people believe all this silliness. <laughs> That's the true horror. Which is funny because 70s horror movies. Well, now I don't feel like there's a stigma with horror movies, but definitely then, you know, it's like kind of like people who aren't even have no, don't even care about horror movies, like wouldn't want to do it, get roped in with one. But I mean, he did write it, so Mm -hmm. it's like, but he did it for money. Um, The director is John Frankenheimer. Um, Definitely a very successful director. Um, that has nothing to do with this movie and very successful for this. He directed the original Manchurian Candidate in 1962, um, Seven Days in May in 1964, 
he's the fucking director from the island of Dr. Moreau from 1996. That is like an insane story. We can't even get into it. Um, it's so deep. It has its own documentary about what an insane production, like the most insane yeah, like, production of all time. The Island of Dr. Like Moreau, you said? Yeah. The 1996 version. Um, it's just fucking, and like, he is so deeply tied to that. Cause there was an original director and then he got brought in and there was so much. Cause like, uh, Val Kilmer was in it and he like, I think hated him. Marlon Brando was like out of his mind at that point, And like, <laughs> there's just like insane feuds and stories and like everybody hated each other. It was supposed to be like a six week shoot. It went six months, but like, it's just an insane story that he is like directly tied to. It was the director of that movie, which is Wait, crazy. No, it, it was it a good movie. I don't think I've ever watched it. I've never it. seen it. Oh, really? I just know how like famous of a, of a set. Is that it is. a horror movie? I wonder if we can count it as, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, Classifies itself as horror. Yeah, it's sci-fi horror. Yeah, H.G. Wells story. Um, yeah, we might have to do it just because how much just crazy shit goes on with that movie. Um, damn. He also did uh, the Birdman of Alcatraz in 1962, which is a fucking uh, another crazy story about the actual um. Prisoner Robert Stroud from Alcatraz. And apparently it wasn't oh. that accurate. Like it painted him in a great light, but they made it they made a movie about him? Yeah. It's called The Birdman of Alcatraz. Just they made they painted him in a very sympathetic light. And that movie actually got him like I think they were considering letting him out it um <laughs> because of that. Because it didn't paint the other side of like what a crazy fuck he was. Because he like took care of all these birds and stuff and they let him take care of birds in Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Um, which was like huge. That's a massive movie and a massive like story behind that. Um, he also directed Black Sunday, um, uh, Ronin from 1998 with Robert De Niro, um, Reindeer Games with Ben Affleck and Charlize Theron. That's in 2000. So like, dude has a crazy filmography. Like he's a legit, very successful director. Was the Ronin 98? Yeah. Was that his last movie he directed? or No, because Reindeer Games was 2000. Reindeer Games? Okay. Yeah, does he does he still direct anymore, or has he passed away? I don't think he's dead, but I don't I don't remember seeing anything like... John Frankenheimer? Yeah. Like anything yeah, actual. In 2002. Oh, he did? Wow. Yeah. I, I just looked up. Okay. Wow, so that's not even that long after the Island Doctor Moreau. Damn, that's crazy. Stress got to him, yeah, right? Yeah, because apparently, from what you made it sound like, yeah, it was a fucking insane story just in the production alone. Yeah, and like calling him like a tyrannical director, but then he's probably an old ass <laughs> man and like sick of all the bullshit. And <laughs> like Marlon Brando is old and like out of his mind. <laughs> um. But yeah, talk about some of the actors too. They got a huge star presence, I guess you could say. You got Talia Shire as Maggie, the main wife. Um, at like in between this time, she's also Adrian in all the Rocky movies, which I think Rocky Two came out in '79. I think same year, yeah, so she's like yeah. killing it. Like she's massive at this point. I swear to God, I thought I recognized her. 
like in this movie. And like I, oh, I literally yeah. just couldn't like put it down. She's also Connie Corleone in all the Godfather movies too. So just off those two series alone, I mean Oh shit, wait, is she really? <laughs> yeah. She never has to work again and also like you don't even need to mention anything else she's been in because of those two. It's crazy. God. Yeah. Like legit. And it's not even like, oh, they got her early or Oh dude, uh-oh. this this is just like a, a freelance job for her, dude. She yeah, wanted to go but no, but that's probably why the budget, they probably had to spend a lot because this is at the height. I think Rocky, Rocky 76, I want to say. And yeah, like the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like she's there, like this is during all of it. The Godfather was a few years earlier, earlier than that, but still like um, she's not like a washed up actor or anything. This is at the height, you know, so she's, and she's top build out of everyone. Oh, shit, is she really? <laughs> yeah. Not a, not Robert Foxworth. No, he's second. He's uh, the doctor, the husband. Um, he's actually Ratchet in all the Transformer series. So whoa, wait, like wait, 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 wait like the Michael Bay Transformer series. Yeah, what the, whoa, like all what? thirty of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. That's so weird. Yeah, huh. and I mean he's been a shit ton. He was also in uh. Damien Omen 2, 1978. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's another one. It's been it's been so much that it's like almost kind of pointless to talk about it. Like, yeah, you guys ever heard of this guy? Like, yeah, a lot of his. It seems like is more TV shows, but still, I mean, it's been around forever. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of them have been. Um, another one that's like I don't. It's not even worth covering. This is so big as Armand Desante, who plays John Hawks, and Yo, is not Native American at all. You can obviously tell. <laughs> I think he's Irish Italian, <laughs> but yeah, I got way more Italian vibes than I did Native American. Uh, he's been like, uh, he was John Gotti in the Gotti movie in 1996. He was in American Gangster 2007. Um, Judge Dredd. Why does he look so much older? But then I realized that that movie's like. Like literally, like how many years later? About twenty-five years later, or sorry, twenty-seven years later. Oh yeah. Oh. Sorry, sorry, seventeen years later. I'm stupid. Oh, which one? Oh, Gotti. Uh, Gotti. Yeah, I mean he's been in everything too. Like very. So he's got a bunch of awards too. He's got like a bunch of. He won. He's won a primetime Emmy. Emmy been nominated. He's nominated for like a least i think it's four or five golden globes very successful and was at this time too so it's just funny like they got a fucking all-star lineup for this so this was not supposed to be just some like little indie project oh wait he's this is true gaudy two, the final chapter facts undisputed that sounds fake but it says pre-production for 2022 he's filming no pre- shot. Yeah, that does not just off the subtitle alone. Gotti <laughs> to the final chapter facts undisputed. In twenty twenty two. That doesn't seem legit at all. But seems too iconic, dude. We gotta wait a couple more years before that. Still going strong though. Yeah. Um Richard Dysart plays as Isley. And a few years after this he goes to play Dr. Copper in the thing. Pretty cool. 
um, again, in a bunch of stuff, but he was also in 18 episodes of the Spawn TV series. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to geek out too hard. That was like the first thing, like the thing, and then Spawn series. Yeah, I know nothing about Spawn, but I respect. Oh, really? Yeah, I just never watched it. Like, I just I know like the kind of backstory of like the, you know, it's not like a Marvel. I think he's thing. like technically DC. Don't no, I don't know. think he's either. I think it's like an indie comic label, isn't it? I think. Oh yeah, no, I think he's Warner Bros. Sorry, yeah, he, I mean, he's been in DC before, like multiple times as like a cameo character, and so I just thought like, oh, they just own him now. Oh okay, yeah, I thought it's like its own company that made it, which is it, it, yeah, and then Warner Bros. I think bought that company. Oh okay, so you could do like the movie and the series and the cartoon. Oh, maybe they just bought like the film rights. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, because I always thought I know nothing about it, but the one thing I did know was that it was like a indie thing that created it outside of Marvel and DC, and like was kind of like anti the family friendly thing, which I thought was cool. So I'm interested in watching. I just never got around to it. It's fucking dope, dude. and it's darker too, right? Like it's yeah, it's really dark cool. Comedy. Um, what? Like dark comedy too, kind of. Uh, are you talking about the comic or the movie? Both. Sort of, and like more fucked up and scary. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I mean, there's comedy. There's like a couple of characters, like comedic relief, but it's a lot more just kind of like dark, realistic. That's cool. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's dope, dude. I really like Spawn. He's a cool ass character. I didn't even know they made a TV show. Huh? I didn't even know they had a TV show. That's cool. Animated TV show, dude. That I grew up. Oh, it's animated. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That actually makes sense. Um, I think it was like an adult uh, cartoon as well. The only other person I feel like we had mentioned is Victoria Racimo as Ramona. Huge credit. She's Nurse St. Cloud and Ernest Goes to Camp 1987. I feel like we've talked to, have we talked about the Ernest movies before? Ernest? It's uh, Yeah, it sounds about right. That we should do a series on the Ernest movies. <laughs> oh my gosh, classic! Oh, uh, she died in twenty twenty though. She actually looked Native American. No, actually, no, she didn't. But I am curious if she is. Actually, in her picture on IMDb, she does, but she didn't have points in the movie. Uh, most of them didn't look Native American. I thought it was funny. Yeah, just like yeah. very like tan Italian people. <laughs> Yeah, Italian, uh, Irish is the fucking chief. Um, but yeah, that's it for for them. Like I said, I didn't go too deep dives because they're like all very well established. They got their own empires going for them. Yeah, um, a little bit of mercury in them. There's uh, not really any black cats or goblins. I was gonna say there's a black bear, but no, it's not even black bear. It's a grizzly, but to uh in the in the spirit of what that bear is trying to encapsulate let's talk about some black cats and goblins the essence of what they actually are the ethereal idea the meta the metaphor behind black cats and goblins goes far deeper we should explain that because most people think we're literally trying to count all the black cats and goblins in each movie and that would be just crazy really if you think about it uh the black cats and goblins in this is the mercury 
<laughs> the mercury and the uh just the cultural appropriation for real So I guess we can count the opening as the like search team. Yeah. Plus the did you ever catch what they were looking for? <laughs> no. Um they were looking for the first crew, right? They were looking they mentioned it later on. They're looking for Yeah, I know they mentioned something, but that like that shit just flew right over my head. I, I don't remember at all what they were looking for. Like I even had to replay uh, uh, the opening on my first watch just because I was like so just fucking lost. It was super dark and yeah. I just see this fucking dog jump off a cliff and I'm like whoa what the <laughs> fuck like dude because we have like what like a solid minute of just like credits and like people walking through a forest yeah and then like one dog like just jumps out the bushes and like a chase starts happening I think he's supposed to be pulled though what the dog was like pulled right he didn't well, like the dog jumps off the cliff and then they hold the dog Oh shit! Because they're trying to make sure he doesn't fall into the cliff, and then all of a sudden, like the rope gets cut or something. Oh, uh, we got to go down there and save him. And then we find out they all got jacked. They never came back. That's what we find yeah. out later. But they're looking for basically the first crew or some crew. <laughs> Dude, A crew got fucking lost, so B crew came in to clean up. We also get the doctor in the hood pranks after that. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i did like the i guess the environment or scenery like it, it felt that was cool seeing like the yeah. 70s whatever i don't like the rural kind of urban yeah it was like urban. it wasn't new like, york was it i can't remember no. where it was supposed to be i don't think they ever say do they i can't remember but yeah he goes up there and there's like it's definitely a city boy though yeah. Pro tag. He walks in the hood, has his chain out. He ain't even scared. <laughs> and He's then like, he like... hold my bag for me. As he <laughs> just walks up like what, like only two flights of stairs. Yeah, and this kid's got like all bit up by rats. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, like this kid's actually like just straight up poisoned. He's like, all right, send him to the hospital. Yeah, I thought that was kind of goes time. hard. What? Just this movie, bro. Like they'll tackle any kind of topic, you know, rat poisoning. You know, they talk about rat lives and shit like that. Because the landowner's like, "Hey, man, give him some space too." And like, where's he living? Not in this apartment. They're like, no, he's living with the rich rats. So we get oh, some rat yeah. We get a lot of uh, animal representation in this. I feel like very curious to see how the furry community sees this movie. Yeah, well, maybe those babies' legs shouldn't have tasted so damn good. Yeah, it's like right. Veal, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Can you really blame a rat for shooting a shot? Rat's gonna rat. Right? Until they get but that like, rat a tat tat. No, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a rat rat on someone else, you know? Uh, that up. baby did. Yeah, the baby did. So the baby was more the rat than the fucking rat that bit him. Maybe that's the problem because they kept saying rat and they're like, they're looking for a rat, like someone that's like, snitching on him but it was actually a rat and that was where the miscommunication was the doctor oh, didn't understand yeah. the, the street slang you know 
Common. Happens all the time. Well, I've seen it a million times. Yeah. But yeah, then Doctor's just chilling in the hood. Yeah, so like we, you know, how fucking awesome would it be? Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm fucking. Re- no, I'm actually what? completely stupid. I was going to say, like, yo, what if we saw Lep? <laughs> <laughs> but there's no way. Why not? Oh, a little early. Lep in the hood was like, what, like 90, 92? Yeah, I mean, Lep was around. He just wasn't in the hood at that, at that current moment. Yeah, he was back in Ireland. Or, so you say. So I say, yeah. I don't know. After that 500 time skip. And that baby like, grew up. To be a leprechaun. He grew up to be uh Oh, oh shit. shit. Postmaster what? P. Not Postmaster P. Who's the other guy that gets it like he shoots himself in the head? Oh shit. Oh, oh stray bullet? Stray bullet, yeah. Yeah, he did have stray bullet vibes. Yeah, no, he one hundred percent grew up to be stray bullet. So that yeah, is that, that is, is a tragic character. <laughs> what a fucked up origin. Went from getting Legs you know, bit by a rat. Michael, and then he got bit by a rat, and he became stray bullet. <laughs> he started shooting rats out in the streets. Wait, both people and the rats, like actual just animals. What was our fat friend's name? Oh, dude, Damn. that that is a fat wiki search. Hold on, I was gonna say, is it Big Cheese? <laughs> That's back in the barnyard, dude. If it's Big Cheese, then that is a great, you know, just like origin story. Anyways, um, rat got a human form. <laughs> that would be fucking insane. Unless dude. they're trying to imply that those rats are mercury rats, but that seems like a stretch. Yeah, no shot. They're not mercury rats. If they're mercury rats, that kid be dead like that. Dude. Like it would be fucking Duncan dumb. already. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to find their fat friend. Uh, what a well. Would you say? Oh that- yeah, uh, Butch. Oh, Butch. Okay. Yeah, because Red Grant plays him, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butch. Maybe uh butcher Maybe block of cheese. It's short for butcher block of cheese. We got there. We, <laughs> we struggled, but we got there. And bit over. And scene. All right. Yeah, would you say the movie is scary though? That's a good question. Um, I mean That's why I was talking about honestly it. like a seventy 70- <laughs> Fuck you. It might be like a 70s thing, but I don't I feel like for whatever reason, the way how this movie was edited, they would blast the music and then like a nano, like a frame later, then they would like show Mama Bear. Oh. And it, it just felt like the timing of the jump scares felt odd. And like, dude, I'll be real. Like, they must have like some kind of cable television in that fucking forest because Mama Bear was pulling off some Mikey shit, dude. Like some pop ups. Oh, dude, yeah, pop ups like crazy, like genuinely just crazy, just teleport. Like, well, fucking console commands on like Minecraft type shit. She would just do slash TP pro tag and be like, bears can smell stuff from like literally, I think like miles away. Like, it's insane. That's why, like, if you go anywhere in the woods where there's bear, you have to like, can't take a shit, triple seal it. Yeah, they have crazy senses. So, if these are mercury, the mercury is like, Doubling up on their olfactory is by ten. Holy shit, dude! And that's why she also gets her mama bear, um, like senses double too. So she's just fucking enraged. She's got yeah two children. 
So that's like literally a four times multiplier. Each child doubles her stats. Yeah. Then you have the mercury methanol, which multiply like multiplies that by ten. So you got a fourteen times multiplier on all of her natural senses, and she's a big fuck too. Like she she eats good, dude. So she's already kind of stocked up. She's a pretty high level character as is. Yeah, and so you definitely don't want to see the awesome. sequel where she's like in heat <laughs> and just like quadruple horny trying to fuck literally everything that moves. Yeah, no, like the the second movie would literally be a commentary on just like male sexual harassment, <laughs> toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity, exactly. Well, yeah, what's what's like the build of the? I mean, that's the killer yeah. essentially. Fuck it, the apex milf, dude. <laughs> like, nah, no more I can say upon that, dude. That that's just what it is. Like a force of nature, not to be reckoned with, dude. Like she can teleport. She can fucking literally, dude. I mean, I know I don't want to bust her load too early, but You're, I know we're smack, almost there, dude. You can smack people out of existence, man. Dude, vaporize them. <laughs> I mean, her versus Vic would actually be a throwdown of the century. <laughs> just the just the raw power. They're yeah, no, packing, like, again, dude. that's not fourteen times multiplier, dude. Because like. <laughs> You think about it, man. I don't, like, I don't think at any point in the movie she ever went full power except for that poor fucking kid. Bro. Like, she was pissed, dude. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> Holy Wear shit. Yellow, dude. He wore the wrong colors. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Or is that whack-ass music? Yellow, she, you know, the stereotype and that, if you don't know about a. Uh, bear statistics is you know a lot of people like to be like oh they like honey they're like Winnie the Pooh you fat fucking tub of lard <laughs> so she was just fucking pissed dude because she already got a little bit of that gut after holding two kids you yeah know, cut her some that, slack that dude gut. probably just huh? got out of hibernating too like cut her some slack they just want to yeah, fat shame her so like, he's fucking hopping around with that big old juicy suit of yellow like she's just pissed out of her fucking mind I One thought it was two. like misguided rage at like the music they were playing Nah, you know, dude, she likes that kind of shit. She thought it was like, you know, she's an old school gal. And like, you know, like as when, soon as they turned that off, that's when she started killing. You ever picked that uh, up? Oh, yeah, you're right. What were you going to say, though? I wanted to hear your theory. Well, I was just, I mean, you just smashed it, but I was just going to say, <laughs> I mean, you, you yeah. broke the theory. Like that kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> uh, put that theory in a sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be an amazing bit. Well, just whenever like you crush someone's opinion, yeah, I put that shit in a sleeping bag, dude. Good night. Since we gotta get to it, and we covered the killer build, let's uh, let's talk about that sweet, sweet corn syrup, <laughs> dude. There was nothing left. <laughs> I wonder if all this blood is just corn syrup. You know, like these characters are walking around with just corn syrup in their veins. You know, <laughs> let's get a shot here. Oh, oh god, oh, oh god, that's blood. Based on the tone of the movie. I'm actually surprised there's actually a decent kill count. I got 11. It's not exact science, but. Yeah. I mean, if we were to do, you know, counting in chronological order, we got dog one, guy one. I never guy count two, the dog. Guy three. You animal. never counted the dog? I never do. I mean, we should mention it. Give a shout out. But yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to the dead dog in that creek. So uh, a little RIP. Yeah, dude. I mean, if you got a little bit of that mercury, dude, right before. Oh Could shit! A fucking Resident Evil dog. Yeah, maybe that's like a reviver. Like as long as they're clinging to a little bit of health, you just do the stabbing the mercury shot. 
And then yeah, like, it's kind of like COD Zombie. You know what? That's how... Dude, you, you played COD Zombies, right? Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Quick Revive? That shit is 100% methanol mercury. With a little bit of adrenaline. See, the rage just fucking fuels you. <laughs> Get some of that fucking... That <laughs> that bear milf energy. <laughs> bear milf energy. Really, that's I really a great... give her a name, dude. That's a great name for like energy shot. Bear milf? Bear milf. Because <laughs> it makes sense. Because like... Yeah, um, uh, like what represents rage more, or like, just than a horny milf with a bear that protects its cup, and it's hyped up on that mercury methanol. Ooh, fourteen times multiplier, dude. That that shit goes far, <laughs> dude. You know, you hear fourteen and like, oh, whatever, dude. Yeah, like I mean, that's a pretty big jump in power, but like, no, like, dude, fourteen makes a difference. Yeah, especially when you're a bear and you're multiplying it by fourteen. Like so, yeah, especially when you're a bitch, dude, and you multiply that by four, like, <sighs> dude, because, all right, let's talk about the other kills, and then I'll, I'll fucking Well, no, I mean, the first ones are the three campers, so we're there. Oh, thank God. Which so, we don't like, even dude, see I two mean, of them, we only see one kill. Yeah, we only see one, that poor fucking kid, he was so excited to go camping. Holy like, shit. Yeah, what did he they didn't do? Even, they didn't even make it to their spot, too. They were all, they were just day one <laughs> in it. He seems the most innocent out of them too. I'm like a nice kid. Yeah, yeah. No, he just wanted to go camping with his family, and there wasn't apparently... even like a satisfaction. Like, yeah, fuck that kid. It was like, dude, he got. I mean, he's straight she up like was like drunk with rage. Clearly, Jason Voorhees is out. Victor Crowley is Picked up the sleeping bag he's in, and just chucked it at a tree. That was a that was a young Vic. If I don't say so myself. Dude, that that shit was more so like a like a literal IRL cancel. Like you know, we got cancel culture on Twitter and shit like that. Dude, that kid literally got canceled like to life indefinitely. His like I don't think I've ended. ever seen a human being get deleted so fast. And you know what's? I'm she about to tell you something. She booted him off the insane. server, dude. Yeah, he literally got fucking back banned. Like, there's no way he's reconnecting from that. <laughs> and what is insane is that dude, Jordan. Check this shit out. It was a backhand. It was a fucking backhand. I thought she threw. Oh, it was a slap. It was a slap. It was a backhand slap because he was hopping away because she was fucking destroying the dad. And then he's hopping away like a fucking, you know, as any other normal human being would being like, holy shit, it's a fucking bear milf. Gotta go. Why didn't he get out of the sleeping bag first? Dude, bro, you got that adrenaline pumping, dude. You smell mercury in the air like there's nothing else you can do. And she swatted him like an annoying little gnat. Dude, literally by the tip of her claw, backhand him. Like, because she turned around. She's like, ah, nope. Because, you know, she's a mom. She's got those eyes in the back of her head. Oh. Tripped off her senses. Backhand. Fucking delete. Dude. And I shit you not. It was this movie. Personally, you know, it's an older movie. So, like, sound, like editing and sound quality isn't going to be, like, top notch the best. But I shit you not, the magnum opus of this fucking film was the kid getting hit, yeah. screaming, and then he's like, ah, poof, and it just fucking explodes. He's like, ah, he, he DC'd. There was no body anymore. It was all <laughs> yeah, feathers. There was literally nothing. Like, you know, in, in horrible cases, you know, like awful like airplane crashes or just like train wrecks, like. You know, there'll just be people mauled, like genuinely not barely anything left. You got to identify them by like the dental like form. Right. They're, they're, they're like dental formation. Th- this kid has nothing like literally he, he'd never even existed. Like, damn, she 
struck him. She sh- struck him from like the national census, like destroyed his social security <laughs> card, everything with that. He was never <laughs> here. Dude. <laughs> fucking, wow. Imagine that shit too. Like the minute he got fucking hit, like everything, everything, like all records. Yeah. All records cleaned <laughs> off. Like, je- like dude. And you know what that is? Like, Notice how they never bring up the kid ever. They're just like, who are these three campers? So like, it, like he knew. got erased from history. Damn. So this fucking MILF transcends like space and time. I know that just that part alone got me so like, I was like, holy shit, we're in here. I'm like, <laughs> dude. And I mean, and we're it back. is unfortunate that... We don't get any other kills just as iconic as that, but we get some pretty good ones. It's hard to top, though. What's up? It's hard to top. You know, they, it is hard to top. I you mean, you set yourself up with a banger right out the gates with the first kill. You know, <laughs> you go to twelve with the first one. Jeez. And you know what's funny too? Like genuinely, I feel like that was the lowest budgeted kill. Oh yeah! Well, no, 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 no. There, there was definitely like just literally off-screen kills, like the dude getting to the radio tower, just getting like oh. eaten in half. You don't see it. You literally just zoom in on his lower half. Yeah, it just kind of cuts. Yeah, but like I could totally see this, like honestly, the best kill in the movie being like, yeah, that was the lo- like that was the lowest budgeted kill. We didn't have time to really like we didn't want to kill each other. Oh, what? I'm fucking. I'm actually really stupid. Like, I mean, the whole reason why the kid just explodes and you see nothing of it is because you can't show, like, a child actually getting, like, destroyed. So, like, gore. Like, that, that's just probably, like, a moral standards thing. I mean, it's still, like, wrecked. Like, he's obviously dead. I mean, I feel like <laughs> yeah, if you're I mean, going I mean, to that you extent. You a child die, but you just can't show them getting, like, dis- like dismembered or, like, ripped apart. You think? I, I will think, say, I, you might yeah. be right because the movie's only PG. <laughs> Which is no hilarious. Fucking yeah. way. Because there was no PG really? 13. So yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, parental guidance. <laughs> Dude. Hey. And just because, like. That's what you get for not listening, you little shit. Yeah, right? Dude, just the slow mo of the feathers falling. Like, that That went hard. That was oh, the yeah. hardest point in the movie, dude. Yeah, it literally like, just hit the tree and feathers. It was awesome. <laughs> Dude, I just I knew that'd be the peak for you too. I was like, that was Oh yeah. No, like as soon as I saw that shit, dude, I fucking busted a nut and a gut laughing so hard. <laughs> like that shit just caught me off guard so good because like this movie going into it, you're like, okay, like well, like what's because like, I feel like every appearance of the of the MILF is just straight and that's what I'm gonna call her from now on. Because like you know, like how Dead by Daylight they always got those nicknames. Yeah, the MILF, yeah. The MILF, yeah. Yeah. Dude like she always appears in a jump scare like she always kind of goes like and like you know shit goes down like right. so i mean but but they weren't like am i crazy in the fact that hmm. they never mentioned it's a fucking bear even though it's obviously a bear they just kept saying like oh it's like a fucking what were they calling it katadon well they said that it was like oh it's it's as big as a dragon but has cat like <laughs> eyes which is like dude i don't know where the fuck you see the cat eyes from no, but, uh, that was kind of a diss to the Native Americans. Like they're calling, like the Native American. If anybody knows, how would they even know what a dragon is? Like I don't think that's in there. No, but cool. they're that definitely uh, know what a fucking bear is. So that's why I'm like, I'm a little 
confused. Did anybody explicitly state, oh, that's just a bear hopped up on Mercury? <laughs> I mean, no, but they said the babies, they identified the babies immediately as like, yeah, those are cubs. Okay. Which, could you be any more stupid taking zombie juiced up bear cubs when you know that mama? Well, they're crack babies. They're not, they're not a... <laughs> zombies dude they're just straight up crack babies and like yeah. one's already dead and they a premonition they of the 80s the one man they what they drowned the other one. Oh, they did yeah remember when they're swimming in the lake trying to get back to the uh, house that the protagonist babe reside at uh like the bear that bites her in the neck she's still holding on to the uh the cub that bites her in the neck and they're running away from oh that the was the cub that bit her in the neck i was confused it looked weird, yeah. It looked really weird. And which one? Like, I was confused on what people, because the guy you said going to the radio tower, I did think he died. But then I was like, I didn't recognize who that guy was. Bro, wait, wait. I know we're living off that high of the sleeping bag. Yeah. But Grandpa? Oh, dude. See, I, I wanted shit. to bring that up, and I kind of skipped ahead by accident. But, dude, that... <laughs> first of all immediately right out of the gates i got fucking halloween kills like mental patient vibes (laughs) like the dude was not like the lights were on but no one was home oh yeah he's like or he's just a sick fuck because when the when the bear is (laughs) destroying that camp that they get to after it's raining and shit grandpa's watching with just like a dumb smile on his face like he's loving that shit yeah, like he's smirking. He's like, oh, they got this. As they're getting ripped to shreds, he's chilling. He had that Native American elder confidence, cockiness, dude. See, and I and I really thought he was going to dab up the MILF, too. Like, I really thought they were close. They were tight, right? Something like interbreeding or something? Something like that, maybe, dude. I mean, you saw how he looked at her. Yeah, dude. He might be twisted in the head, for sure. I, I do love, though, how his death literally was a fucking background kill and he, <laughs> but, and he's for getting, a while yeah, he's, getting just, he's getting ragdolled yeah i i don't know what it is but something about just like a, any kind of ragdoll in movies especially when it's like a dummy like yeah like when it's so about. obvious and they just kind of go with it it is the fucking best thing in the world it, there's nothing more that'll make me laugh or brighten my fucking mood up for a movie if they have a ragdoll just getting fucking tossed around or like they go back he, to it again though too they're like yeah he's still getting thrashed about <laughs> yeah because they like they're like oh he's fucking dead they look away they turn back and because like at, at one point uh milf is like picking him up by like the fucking <laughs> like she's holding him up in the air and he's like waving around like he's not a ragdoll and they're like, oh my god. Like she tries going back for him. And then it fucking tunes back into her just like like he he's in her fucking uh mouth. Just her in her fucking uh what? Ma? Her ma, yeah. Yeah, like in her ma just thrashing him around and he he's fucked, dude. He's done. Dude, the disrespect, at least the kid was quick. I mean, he literally <laughs> doesn't even know it hit him before he's vaporized. Deleted. <laughs> <laughs> that grandpa suffered. Or maybe he loved it. He's a crazy fuck. That dude, was wild. Dude, there like, is some crazy ass kills in this. Yeah, and fucking dude, can we talk about like the guy's head that just gets fucking like deleted? Yep. Just like, fucking just select like <laughs> crop delete. 
<laughs> he got cropped when their fucking tank got flipped over and he's i don't know how he's still in the fucking car by the way everyone else toppled out and he's just kind of chilling like sleeping he's already got like a concussion yeah he got um what did well he one swipes john hawks just bam, done that backhand oh, yeah, is which nasty is total disrespect that backhand is just so underrated yeah right like that's probably the strongest like tool in her kit and i'll tell you what man because it's like you know how some characters have like um they don't have like weapons but like they have like a good move that's not just like punching they have like a like in like an rpg like they actually have built in like this other move but that's still like without a weapon though and like that's like that's her um i don't know what's it called like that's her move that like she just has a neat. She doesn't have to learn. She just has back end passive ability, yeah. and only that character has it. That's a bonus action, dude. That's a reaction, actually. Because if you want to put into actual D and D terms of what happened, dude, she fucking as she was attacking, uh, the dad. You know, she uh, one hit kill. Oh, well, I was gonna say one hit kill, but I forgot the acronym for that. But I literally just have to count the letters. But I'm too lazy for that. Oh, yeah. oh. H-K? Yeah, when it kill yeah. OHK. Yeah. He <laughs> oh she OHK'd the fucking dad. And the kid's freaking out. So he's trying to what get about away. One H K O. I know like TKO, I think. Total knockout. I'll just do yeah, TKO. <laughs> TKO's the fucking dad. Kids running away. He fucked up. He didn't realize that she still had a reaction left on her turn. <laughs> or sorry, on his turn. So she has some action points left over. Fucking, huh? She has some action points left over. Well, yeah, well, like react, from Divinity? Yeah, you have like an action, bonus action, and then a reaction. And so, uh, you know, he's fucking, he's, he's gone. Damn, Little she got him on a technicality. New. Yeah, dude, he didn't know she had a fucking uh, opportunity of attack tucked in her fucking, fucking back pocket. Rookie mistake. Yeah, dude, like deleted. Dude, if Mark, or sorry, John, if he got deleted too, like if he just turned to fucking dust. Dude, you know like, what? Someone played that off. You know what one probably made me laugh second as hard or maybe third because mm-hmm. i don't know grandpa was fucking spicy <laughs> um the fucking just chucked in the fire <laughs> yeah dude that was that was so fucked Holy like shit. literally didn't even hit him or do anything he just pushed him into the fire that's why when that tagline says mindless killer i'm like no dude she's up op- she's playing 12d chess dude fourth dimensional chess like <laughs> she's already way ahead of all of them bro she's literally like doing like she's obviously played this game a million times so like she's trying to do trick shots she's like okay i know there's a fire here so i'm gonna get the bonus point for throwing doing the <laughs> throwing in the fire let's see what happens like she's <laughs> trying out shit she's she's a vic crowley i mean no better way to put it man i mean she definitely <laughs> is a Thank fucking <sighs> Well, well, like an environmentalist in terms of like fatalities, dude. She'll use everything in her kit and yeah. in her environment too. She, like, she's like insane. on that green tip. She's she's all about like you know not like creating new things or destroying. She's using you know she's sustainable. I guess you say <laughs> she's she's very <laughs> yeah, green no, conscious. She's consistent, man. Yeah, you know, she's she's got the fucking kill dance down. <laughs> just using what. God has provided Absolute, that fucking well, fire. Mercury provided, bro. That's her new god. She chucks him in. Doesn't he actually like light on fire and run too? 
he doesn't run. No, he he st- he like falls in the pit and he just can't get up. So he's just like moving his legs frantically. He's like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. And you get God. that fucking like panning shot of the fucking destroyed camp, and you see his fucking legs still like <laughs> sticking out of the fire. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but like, I mean, I hate to say it because honestly, I feel like, uh, five times out of ten. I'll always reference like this killer's like John Wick, bro. But seriously, the way how she threw the guy into the fire. So the fire, well, because first of all, she hits like a gas can and it falls over and it kind of pulls out next to the car. And so oh, she yeah. hits the guy into the fire. She pushes him in. So when he hits the fire, uh, embers like burst out and That's it lands right. onto the pool of gasoline and then it tracks to the car, hits the wheel. Apparently, when fire hits rubber, the fucking car just explodes. Like they just all that, like four of those people died. I forgot about that. That's what I'm saying. She's like, I guess they're, I was gonna say, it's not John Wick because she's just really rooting it, but you're right, dude. She was setting up some clever shit. Like, it's almost like, have you ever seen people play Smash, like Melee? Have you ever seen people just getting juggled? Oh, yeah. Like, dude, she literally juggled their entire team. Like, in terms of, all right, spill gas, neutral B, push into fire, catches fire, like, let them flee. They explode, they die. She then camps the fucking murder hole. Yeah, the whole time she knows. She's like, no, no, you can go there. I'll know. I know where you guys are going. I'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, and just rips, just plucks one dude clean out of there. And like her one weakness of like heavy breathing, because she's still, she's pretty, she's pretty big. You know, she's, Oh yeah, she's a bear standing on her two legs. She's tall (laughs) as shit. But no, but dude, she she uses her weakness to her advantage because she can hold her breath, and they're like, "Oh, she's gone." Because whenever, like, you know, when um they're in the hole originally, and you can hear the breathing, like the yeah, and then it just goes quiet, and the sheriff then like, "I'm gonna go check outside, see what happens." Fucking yoink, done. (laughs) Like goodbye, you're dead. Oh, and then you. when they went back into the house, dude, I just realized too, we actually kind of see the full destructive capabilities of that backhand because she destroys literally <laughs> half of the house <laughs> with one. Like slice. she destroys the roof. Yeah, the like roof caves in. I want to ask you: Did you count the girl into the kill count? The uh, girlfriend of John? Oh, she died. Oh, well, it it seems like it. Because she, the the like roof collapses, right? And she, for whatever reason, kind of falls back, lands into the debris, and, and she just fucking zonks out. She's just staring. Oh, you know what? I was like, oh, we'll probably come back to her. So we'll come back. And I don't think she ever did. So maybe yeah, she we did never die. came back to her because immediately we're just in the airplane, like at the end of everything. No, I think there's definitely more than 11. Like just from us talking, I think there's like probably at least like 15. <laughs> Dude, she goes fucking hey. Like this movie goes hard. Like really, when we get I to love, the other half. I do love those shots too of like the bear running and like it's only obviously <laughs> like the head. And the head's just moving really fast. Like or it's like the top half of the body. You're not seeing the legs because yeah. it would look ridiculous to see a bear running like that. So well, it's we, know, like, we, we do see a little bit of the bear like moving, like because I think there's somebody like it's like a suit. Um, it's actually crazier than that, dude. Well, when you say suit. So, the the monster is played by seven foot two actor stuntman Kevin Peter Hall. Seven really? foot two, dude. That's why he's massive. Mm-hmm. He went on to play other memorable man in a suit monsters of the eighties, including the giant egg headed alien in Without Warning, and the character in Predator and Predator Two, and 
He played Bigfoot and Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, he's Bigfoot? Yeah, man. And he's Katadon. Katadon. I wish if they were going with that Native American thing, he would have had like wings or something. That would have been even crazier. You know, he's like half bear, half like a third bear, a third eagle, like a third like hawk or no. The way how in the beginning when he talks about how like, yeah, like mercury methanol or methanol mercury, like, you know, as you develop in a fetus, you have these different forms of like, which I feel like with pseudoscience, I don't know if it was real or not, but it's like, yeah, you have the shape of like a fish. And then as a fish, you have the shape of like a reptile or an amphibian. And then you go on to become like a human and what you are now. Uh, what? Yeah, he was going off about it, like kind of uh, exposition for methanol and mercury. Oh, develop like the developmental cycle of a fetus, and like the reason why they look so deformed. And then I'm thinking, like, oh shit! So this bear is actually going to have multiple different like skill points specked into like fucking frog legs. Like they can jump super high. Got a fucking like they can swim crazy. They're like a fish. Yeah, I wish. I wish they would have been a little bit harder on that. Like the actual. Like monster version when really it's just oh, a dude. Does she need it though? No, she's just one Clearly pissed not. off milf. Like that, that's enough to strike fear into literally anybody back in the 80s. Which did you get? There was a lot of Godzilla vibes too, a lot, just like how this <laughs> shots were, yeah. And uh, well, the whole I mean, the whole idea of Godzilla is based off of like Japan and like the commentary of like the nuclear. Yeah, you know, leftovers turning into this. So it's very similar to. I got big. This is just big like, pa- I mean, fuck, dude. It's the paper grind. Fuck paper. This is Native Americans, Godzilla. <laughs> good that would be dude. a good I battle. Mean, Godzilla, it, you can survive Godzilla, but like, I don't know <laughs> if you can survive Milf, bro. That's true. He he deserves to be up there. She deserves to be up there. Excuse me. I'm saying he, dude. That shows my bias. Um, well, I mean, we usually do talk about the practical effects and, or effects, special effects in this one too. And like, I thought it looked good. Like the, the yeah, bear, it the baby really, bear, really good. The cubs looked actually really good. They look fucking gr- like disgusting. Like, yeah, very creepy. Very just, and like the, something about just late seventies, early eighties monster sound design, like with kind of mixed with body horror. It's so fucked up. Like I got big, like huge. The thing vibes. Yeah, I where can see like that. just the 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 like grotesque like pains and like the or the howls of agony and shit like that, and just the very like distorted audio. Yeah, I think the cub. The only thing with the milf bear is that this second half, which is hard to do. I don't think it would have worked as well, but it was still like. For what it was, I mean, the time period, I was actually amazing, I think. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And, I mean, it's cool to see that I feel like definitely probably a pretty substantial amount of the budget did go into the practical effects of MILF. Yeah, gotta be. Um, Let's talk about some of the, the deep cuts. Yeah. So, actually, here's some of what you're talking about. So, it was filmed in, like we said, British Columbia in 1978. This movie marked the beginning of the Hollywood North, which is the major start to the development of a massive film production business in Vancouver and other parts of the province of British Columbia and Canada. 
since then, hundreds of movies and TV series, which supposed to take place somewhere in the U.S., have been fil- filmed in the Canadian province. So, wow, this was the start of that. Damn. That's pretty nuts. What a fucking note to start off on, dude. Right? Um, horror author Stephen King is particularly fond of this film. It's pretty cool. And I remember him talking, something I read about him talking about a bear movie. I didn't think it was this one because there's another one, but mm-hmm. I might have it switched around. And I think this is actually an iconic fucking movie now that I think about it. If it's not that other one. Dude, I mean, you we, we watched it. This shit I would consider iconic, man. I mean, you got me strapped in the minute we get like a full, like a taste of her fucking power, that backhand. It's like a fan favorite in her. That's like a fan favorite tool in her kit. <laughs> like, truly yeah. insane. You want to play of- the character just to do the backhand and do the, f- yeah. the highlight reel. Um, Quentin Tarantino later wrote, I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for this stupid ass movie. Aside from the bonkers bear monster, the film's one saving grace is Talia Shire. Yeah. yeah. Um, according to the Science Fiction Horror and Fantasy Review, David Seltzer has taken, that's the writer, has taken the basics of prophecy from a real-life apocalypse, the environmental disaster in the Japanese city of Minimata, which came to light in 1958, where it was discovered that mercury waste being dumped into a nearby river from a chemical plant had caused severe mutations and neurological degenerations among the locals. The effects yeah, they, of this... Uh, what? Oh, sorry. I was going to say they referenced it in the movie when he was reading oh, the Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 150,000 oh. people. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, it says the effects of this consisted of loss of muscular control, vision and hearing, followed eventually by insanity and paralysis. Doesn't sound as fun as a mutated bear becoming a milf yeah mutated milf um according to director john frankenheimer during post-production the studio demanded that the film be cut from an r rating down to a pg frankenheimer felt this damaged the film destroying the scariness it had created so it must have been is this censored or cut i think stuff had been cut from it which is kind of crazy oh but like here's the thing though dude if i mean what if the I mean personally my favorite kill because I'm just going to spoil it outright what if that was the censor oh we skipped that death? I'm not, my bad we skipped the favorite kill oh did we now oh we yeah. absolutely did well I feel like we already kind of I mean I made it clear what mine was sleeping bag oh absolutely dude yeah it's gotta be I mean we covered some really fun ones but I mean say a sleeping bag come on or who are we kidding yeah. here I mean, obviously, second place goes to Grandpa because he's just f- like. And then fire, fire guy, and then fires just <laughs> disrespect, man. I mean, that's a tight race, though. It wasn't that easy as much. I mean, I guess it was. Well, because here's the thing: I think of it as like sleeping bag. It fucking sets down the bar, like it sets the bar up high, and Grandpa and Fire kind of they they kind of tap that bar. We got such Vic Crowley or. Jason Voorhees kills from a bear movie. Dude, it's funny because right before that kid gets like deleted, like just eviscerated, like disintegrated, as you say, like <laughs> I was immediately thinking like, oh, this is cute. I wonder if I can make a like a Jason bit about this because of his like sleeping bag kill. Yeah. Uh, And just seeing the kid get backhanded and hurled into a rock and explode. 
into feathers I, dude it blew my fucking mind i felt like in all honesty i was like this is more iconic than the jason it is sleep. yeah it's a shame that he gets all the credit dude i'll be real have we ever genuinely had like a kill not specifically what we reviewed but have you ever seen a horror movie do that where just the monster or the antagonist hits somebody so hard they just disintegrate <laughs> I don't know. Like instant explosion upon impact. And it was just very cinematic, beautiful. It, yeah, I mean, really. it even hit the slow-mo, the feathers raining from the fucking air. Like, it was this ultimate destruction of a child. Gotta and imagine, too, if we got a little bit more character in that kid, like if he was a full-on, like, <laughs> p- like a set piece in the cast, like imagine how tragic that would be, dude. He's like the nicest kid. Like He's like always doing fundraisers for charities. Yeah, like I like to imagine his name is Travis, and like Travis is, is like this, like secondhand protagonist. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know, we we've there's a whole backstory. Movie. There's a whole movie about just him. Yeah, there's a prologue right before he gets on that plane to go over to uh, because the movie where is it technically supposed to be placed? Maine. In? Not where they actually filmed Maine. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> right before he takes that plane to Maine, dude, he's. You know, he's living his best life. It's kind of, I imagine he's like the kid in Pay It Forward. I haven't seen it. Is that a movie? Yeah. Or I might be getting the title wrong, but you haven't seen that movie, though? No. Let me make sure I said the title right. Say Pay It yeah, Forward. Okay, I did. Yeah, Pay It Forward. Yeah. No, you've never seen Pay It Forward? No. Is that oh, an older movie? Dude. Uh, 2000. Not oh. too old. No, I mean, well, not. I mean, 22 years ago, but. <laughs> I know, that's funny. Oh man, just uh, dude. Uh, if you if you watched that movie, I feel like it would have been a lot funnier because he's he's like honestly such a genuinely like nice, kind-hearted person. And I won't say what happens to him, but or like the kid from uh, character, like Big Daddy, Adam Sandler movie. Have you seen that? Oh, Big Daddy. Yeah, he's that little kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and just to see like a, like a, like a genuine human being get destroyed in that fashion, a backhand. Like, no shot. I mean, it was merciful, though, dude. Like, to yeah. him, it was over in an instant. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, he was having sweet dreams. Him. You know, had a slight interruption of those sweet dreams, and then... He woke up to a nightmare, but immediately got tucked back in, dude. And then the forever sleep. Dude, that, I mean... I just... Dude, just p- th- painting that picture in my head, Jordan, that's fucking me up, man. Just, like, waking up in terror, and then... All you feel is just the cold touch of death <laughs> and just nothingness. Yeah, yeah. So give her some respect for the mercy she displayed. Yeah, I mean, you know she wanted to go just nasty mom with it. All right, let me blow through some of these tidbits. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. No, I, no, you're I, fine. Yeah, I'm just I, worked listen, up on that after. Listen, we we have to like give credit where it's due. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely, yeah, pay respects. So Talia, Talia Shire's involvement in this film meant that Sylvester Stallone had to rewrite the final scenes in Rocky Two. Like I said, that was 1979. I don't know how that relates oh, to really? why. Yeah, maybe because she. No, actually, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, the film was shot under tight security. No visitors were allowed to the sets, including studio personnel. Crew and actors had to pledge secrecy and not reveal any elements of the story under any circumstances. No still cameras were allowed except for the production's official still photographer and a retired CIA agent was hired to supervise the security. 
It's pretty God intense. Damn. Yeah. Well, shit, dude. When you got a fucking iconic kill like that, fuck no, I don't want any spoilers. Um, this was the fourth of four consecutive horror movies for actor Robert Foxworth, whose previous three features had been Death Moon in 1978, Omen 2 in 1978, and mm-hmm. Ants. In 1977, which I, I don't know what that is. It oh, sounds yeah, actually yeah. pretty great, though. Oh, dude. You've seen that a 1977 is... movie called Ants? Absolutely, I fucking did. No, you haven't. I can see you looking at wa- right No, I watched it as a bit, and then I started making jokes about it. But, of course, it was like one of those jokes where everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? Why? Like, they just took it to face value. And I'm like, you know, the movie Ants? And they're just like, no, we, we don't. I mean, the fuck is Ants? Interesting. But uh, yeah, I have a pretty tragic backstory with that, dude, because I would always reference that movie and no one would get it. And so I just look like a fucking idiot. However, that being said, um, according to Wikipedia, so take that for what it is, the original concept for Katadan, Katadin was considerably more terrifying than what would eventually show up on screen. However, when director John Frankenheimer saw the concept, he suggested that it should be altered to look more bear like. Interestingly, the original concept was actually quite close to the poster art, which is like the weird fetus thing, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's the cub. Yeah. Which, that is a great poster. Yeah, because, I mean, immediately in my head, I, I think it's uh, it's like technically a reference to... um. I forgot her actual character and Talia's characters like pregnancy because she ate that fish. That has oh, yeah. Which is weird. They, we never get any kind of closure to that, by the way. That's true. Like the movie, I mean, we, we're not well, there yet. The movies. Yeah. Ending is pretty abrupt. Yeah. I'll save that for what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> um, this debuted stateside in June 1979, which was the same month that Ridley Scott's Alien premiered in the U.S. So, tough break for them. Oh. Yeah. God. Didn't Tom, even think about that, actually. Tom McLaughlin, who worked as a mime on this film, later went on to become a successful writer, producer, and director himself. He directed uh, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, and wrote and produced Fairy Tale, A True Story. Obviously, I know Tom McLaughlin from that, but how was he a mime? Is that a type? Is that a crew thing? Is that like a mime? Yeah. Uh, never heard of that <laughs> mime, dude. But he actually was a mime. I think I remember from the Friday the Thirteenth documentary. But I don't. When was there a mime in this movie? I don't think there was there was never a mime in this movie. What the hell? I hate random facts like that. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm so sorry, dude. I just gotta. I have no idea. That seems like it's like a misplaced. Let me see if I can search it real quick because that seems so like. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to. Oh, Tom McLaughlin, mime, additional crew that. That must be some type of something. There's two mimes. Three mimes. I don't know what that means in movie lingo. Crew lingo. 
What's I'm gonna send you that real quick. <laughs> oh shit. Dude. You gotta put that on Instagram. Amazing. Oh that man. Kinda... <laughs> we gotta post that so people have context. That's the sleeping bag. Yeah, oh my god, dude. I mean, I I didn't even pick it up. But like it's not even that he gets like completely destroyed. Literally because oh, that's like, even more worse. Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's literally fucking ash. Like you gotta post that. That's amazing. All right, let me get through these. Um, a novelization of the movie was first published in 1979, same year as the film premiered. Its dust jacket tagline was a novel of unrelenting terror. Um, the book was also written by the writer David Seltzer. Um, according to Wikipedia, the novelization of the film contains numerous differences from the film, as well as considerable background information on all of the characters. So maybe that is a way to get more information about Sleeping Bag Boy. You got to read the novelization. Dude. I will shit myself if he is like a fully fleshed out character and like his death from reading the movie. Or sorry, sorry, reading the book to then watching the movie. I feel like this will hands down probably be the best kill in the in the seventies. <laughs> that's a that's a old claim, old but name. I have a hard time you know, disputing <laughs> it. Um, Katadin, the mutant bear, on some promotional titles is advertised as standing a towering fifteen foot tall. Oh, um, a review for this film that appeared in Time Magazine described Katadin as. Smokey the bear with an advanced acne condition. And that's just rude. Yeah, that's just, I mean, I failed to find the entertainment in that joke. That was quite malicious. <laughs> that's just mean. Like, there wasn't on, even man. humor yeah, there. I mean, we've already said this before, Jordan. Like, dude, I mean, she literally just carried two babies in her gut for nine months. Actually, wait, genuine scientist, like, bio- biology question. Oh, I'm your man. Yeah, do do mammals also have that nine-month cycle, or do they each independently have different, like, developmental cycles in their, like, fetal state? I would say they vary. They vary? Yeah, I don't think everybody's... How long does pregnancy last for a bear? Do you mind if I look that up real quick? Go ahead. I'll do one more note, which totally isn't true, but, I mean, you have to see the obvious ties to... South Park man bear pig. I mean, dude, what the fuck? What? I gotta do some quick calculations here because it sounds like a long time because they say it by days, but if I were to just divide, so let's see here. Oh, wait, hold okay. on. I'm, get, I'm getting yeah. something right now. There is audio that is uh, cut yeah. out of that sleeping sleeping bag. Um, see, <gasps> I'm getting it right now. Hold on, I'll play it. No, not like this. <laughs> no, not like this. Not like this. I see it. This is wrong. Nothing I can do. He's gotta run his course now. Well, too. This is a section where we're talking about continuity, plot holes, tropes anti-tropes like i actually didn't really have anything for this because i mean besides the fact that there's probably plenty of scientific errors in terms yeah, of what I mercury a couple of actual like plot holes yeah yeah good like 
uh, one of them being that so they they've been obviously the Native Americans that were living in these grounds far before the uh paper company or the law the logging company. Uh, did they ever say how long the logging company has ever been around? Because they talk about how like the methanol uh mercury like mutates you know pregnant animals and people and so obviously we see that one pregnant lady uh when everyone's in town and they bring in the sheriff i forgot why the paper company showed up oh because uh they found uh the dead ca- like the dead uh family in the woods you know what i'm talking about that scene and they start really. reading off all the names to like put people into custody because they think oh. that the Native American people did it. It's right after the family, the camping family dies. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. And they're reading off the names. And uh the one kid, the I guess the kid of uh John Yeah, John Hawks. Wouldn't he be a mutated baby? Because he doesn't look older than like two. And is it like a recent thing, or have they been around for a couple of years, poisoning the water? I am not sure on that. <laughs> because the bear is mutated because it was probably born mutated, right? Oh, that's true. Um, wouldn't that kid be mutated because of his mom eating fish by the river? Oh, are they? And people? Yeah, because they're saying only people who are born with the mercury get mutated yeah i forgot about that yeah that's weird and also i'm pretty sure mercury is a very lethal thing to ingest and the fact that our main character and his pregnant babe also eat it and they're just unaffected entirely because they get secondhand mercury poisoning from the fish that they ate oh yeah but that just kind of doesn't phase them but yet people in the village are like sick and dying yeah, but they're eating it a lot more. Frequently. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, really, that's the only thing I would say. Just wouldn't the kid be mutated? Yeah, because that bear could like that bear could be like thirty. Who knows? That's weird. Yeah. Well, I think the I, I think the milf would probably and also who got the milf pregnant too? <laughs> now there's a backstory. That, that is something I want answered. Well, we this is where we talk about the ending. Could the last pop up of the bear? Could that be Papa Bear? Because it looked a little different. Yeah, right. It looked different. So maybe because it was dark. Uh, honestly, by examining the GIF, let me see if the face looks the same. The one that turns over. No, it's the same. It, it's 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 MILF, dude. Hmm. So. Well, I would like to see the bear family. I'd like the second one to be more bear centric. Yeah, like Bearstein bears. <laughs> Is that right? I know there's yeah. an Mandela effect going around yeah, bears, like a while ago. Bearstein bears? Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. only about the spelling, not how it was said. Oh, it's still Steen. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't fucking up the whole name entirely. Oh, I guess pe- maybe people were saying because the um, I was in it, it was pronounced Bernstein. I'm not sure. Yeah, but Bearstein did. I mean, that, that would be a pretty dope sequel if we got one uh, technically uh, 23 years later. I mean, I would actually love a sequel. Yeah. In terms of the ending, how did the bear get plopped into the water before he started stabbing it with the arrow? What happened? 
how did it fall back into the water? That massive creature. Uh, because he, because Milf was like, instead of just ripping him in half or doing anything actually damaging to him, uh, he picks him up like right to where her head is and he just starts like stabbing the shit out of her head. But how did it fall back into the water? Because he stabs it in a soft spot in her, in her cranium and he uh, lets go of him and she fall just falls over because they're by the dot like dock. Yeah, I mean that would be the biggest I thought wow, was like she should have ripped all of them to shreds. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like a gun, like that's really gonna affect her. But I guess it didn't. At the end of the day, she's back better than ever. Yeah. She and, has a regen capability. And you thought she was pissed before? Oh geez. You got another thing coming, buddy. Yeah, I, I will say honestly, the 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 ending was just so fast considering how long this movie was. Yeah. Like, because literally, he jumps in the water, stabs it, hops on a log, and immediately, like, closing shot, they're in a plane. He's, like, waking up his babe. And yeah. then we just get that, like... He doesn't just stab thing. her, though. He goes ape shit with an arrow, though, which I feel like would break pretty quickly if you're yeah fully forced using an arrow to stab something. It just felt so ineffective. <laughs> yeah. And clearly it was, because it didn't work. And I hope... Um, Mama Bear, Milf Bear does what Victor Crowley didn't do and chucks something at the plane. Like, that's where it picks up on the second one. Dude, she just she chucks the same arrow into an engine. She chucks Grandpa's body into the propeller of the plane flying over. That would make so much sense, dude. Just ragdolls him. And like we said, she's sustainable. She's all about that green life. So she's not going to, like, you know, use a rocket launcher. She's going to use something that is already around her naturally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We will not get a chance to, because she's back. She's better than ever. But let's send back Grandpa to whatever hell will come from. <laughs> Can't you stop this? Can't you call it off? Nothing can call it off. But I'm going to send it back to whatever hell it come from. IMDb has it at a 5.5, which is wow. pretty strong. Yeah. Honestly, uh, not a lot of horror movies get even a five or over. So that's pretty mm. damn good. And then it also has the environmental message. So that always helps. And it's older. Older always gets more points. Um, deep metaphors. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes does it pretty dirty, though. It has a 25% tomato damn. meter, the critics. There's only 20 reviews, though. And oh, okay, but it has a 36% audience score with over 2,500 views. Damn, okay. So, um, the real question is what you're rating it. That is the question. Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, again, it has the same kind of almost formulaic conclusion I want to give it to where. If you just made the movie shorter on certain parts instead of having all that kind of like extra like 70s-esque like aerial shots like just you know all those like random transition shots from one scene to the next and kind of condensed it into like a crazy uh kind of slaughterhouse movie 
because to be fair, although the like we have like crazy highlight kills, a lot of the other kills really aren't so spectacular. They're always off screen. Like the daughter, the dad, the guy going to the radio tower is all off screen. Uh, you have only the really on screen kills that are quote unquote using practical effects are the sheriff, the guy that gets literally thrown into a fire pit, <laughs> fucking kid, young Travis. You got yeah. Mark, and that's technically it. Because the whole survivor team, they they all just get killed off screen. So the kills in this, there's only really three that hit my radar that are like like home <laughs> runs all the way through. Like genuinely it really does make the movie for me. Uh, but kind of beyond that, it's just, it's like a, I want to describe it as a very pretty, a very pretty, a very beautiful meh movie with a really worthwhile three kills. So I would probably honestly just give this like a straight five because the band concept is cool. What's up? Not a gay five. Not a gay five. No, we're gonna go straight this time around. Okay, because we got that. We but got that milf, dude. I gotta pay. I gotta pay homage. Just to clarify, a straight five and a gay five are both five. They're equals. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, they're equals. But you know, okay. one's more atmospherically correct. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit more like mainstream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a lot of more people are gonna understand. It. It's kind of like the meta in terms of you know how people can comprehend the straight five. I got you. You know, gay five is more of kind of you know like how British spell color with a U. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm with Same you. thing goes for the British. They say yeah, give it a gay five. <laughs> so. Okay. Um. That that's my kind of beeline. What do you think, Jordan? I kind of wanted to raise it just after how much fun we're having with those kills, and let me not gloss over it. They are fun. Those three kills. Three kills can't make <laughs> a movie when they're that fun. Um. So I was almost. I'm tempted. Like. I'm not raising it because i always have to like force myself to go with my gut but yeah i actually completely completely agree with imdb and giving a 5.5 and it's pretty mm-hmm. on the money if they cut out a little bit like 15 minutes or whatever to make it an hour and a half i think it'd be a super tight movie like because it's just that extra 15 minutes where i got a little bit bored um but it actually kind of pulled me in and kept me interested for most of it so um i like mm-hmm. it I like the kills, those three. Damn, but they hit so hard too. So I, I'm <laughs> tempted to give more, but like it's good. Like I'm, I don't have like a lot of negatives with it. It's just maybe not the most exciting. Um, but and it's also unique because it's got the whole eco um angle before that was like like a mainstream a lot. kind of yeah. idea. And they went they went with bears, which is cool. Like it's awesome. I like they're I mean in real life they're scary as fuck. So if you got a, a 14 times multiplier MILF bear, <laughs> like like in 5.5 to me is good. So it is a good movie. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. My like my five is kind of like it does no harm, only good. Like it's just a good movie. Like you're not gonna lose your time watching it. Yeah. Like no, it, it is I think fun. it's worthwhile. But I would definitely change up effect. some things. What's that? Good practical effect. Yes, very, very good. Um, are we putting it in the house of a thousand horrors? Jordan, this may be a little bit like just 
I forgot the word I wanted to use, but just, you know, uh, oh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, where it, you just like rapid fire, just do it straight off the hip. What is that called? Where you're Rap- being too, um, <laughs> uh, like, uh, impulsive. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. My impulse. This may be way too impulsive. I want to throw it in the house of a thousand horrors because I don't think we'll ever get a kill that literally involves somebody getting backhanded, let alone just hit so hard. When they hit another physical object, they just explode into like dust. We also didn't talk about um, Rob, the doctor, chucking a raccoon in the fire and it not freaking <laughs> out. It just chills and accepts its fate. Like, well, I think he, he hits it with the, uh, the, um, the paddle, like he hits its neck on the wall. Oh, and so like that breaks his neck. Oh, okay. and he double taps by tossing that bitch into the fire. Knowing what resilient spazzes raccoons are, though, that thing would still even with the it would have dragged its head while its legs spazzed out. Like it would have kept fighting, but I'll let him have it. Yeah, I'll be real. Raccoon representation. This was kind of weak, so that's why I've dropped it five points. <laughs> yeah, and it got fucking the little bit they did have. It's uh not the best. Um look for raccoons i'll say that much uh but yeah i say throw it in it's eco terror we don't have any of that or eco terror (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i mean it is kind of almost like a a ecological terrorist act that fucking (laughs) logging company dude yeah so it's different in that way it's different unique we don't have anything quite like it in the house of thousand horrors and the kills first mill that's right so yeah i'm with you on that put it in stick right in there I need a drop for that, for that if it makes it. <laughs> um, Riley, before I tell the next movie, where can people find us? Guys, I'm so glad you asked, Jordan. Oh, you're welcome. Guys, if you got any hot bear milf picks or any kind of, you know, bear lore you want to email us, you can always email us at house of a thousand horrors, uh, the number 1000 at gmail.com. If you guys want to check out Instagram or Twitter where we post memes, kind of almost on the regular we're still trying to get that down you know we got some pretty dope uh, bear facts we're going to be posting in the next week or so uh go check us out our handles for both of those are at one house k horror or house one k horrors wait what was it almost house one k horror oh house one k horror horrors oh okay sorry i got Thank confused you. so with that out of the way jordan what are we going to be watching next dude we are going to be watching ants ants you- Exclamation mark. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So, is this like an impulse decision, or have you seen it, it was. before? Watch? No, okay. no. I, like, after looking at just what it is, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to do this. <laughs> From 1977. Also, has Robert Foxworth in it. And I haven't seen it. Know nothing about it, so I'm actually kind of stoked. I'm very curious how you're going to think about it. So, on that note, catch you guys later. Till next time. Shit.